economic health of this nation has been. There are four essential economic freedoms. The excessive decline in the dollar. Lack of a better word. Late rally on Wall Street. Too big to fail. Growing the economy. Growing the economy. Welcome. This is Money Talks. Good morning, good morning. You're listening to Money Talks, Atlanta's longest-running, most respected money show on the radio. I'm Troy Harmon here with Jennifer Thomas, two weeks in a row. That's right. As well as Jarrett McKenzie, both are certified financial planners, both work in our planning and implementation department. Jennifer actually is the, the, the boss of the, That's of the right. group. That's so right, boss lady. Jared, make sure you're on your your best behavior. I'm watching you, Jared. She sits right next to me, so I gotta always I gotta stay <laughs> yeah. on top of my game. Ever present, <laughs> yes, uh, the force in your life. That's right. Uh, all right, guys. So, uh, anything crazy happen in the market? Maybe a Dow twenty thousand? Mm, maybe so. Big yeah. day. Yeah, I tell you what, it was. Uh, I, I really had expected that to hit in the fall, mm-hmm. and uh, then we saw, you know, for whatever reason. Uh, market conditions did not push uh, the Dow over 20,000, but uh, earnings season seems to have done just exactly that. Yeah. Uh, so it's, um, you know, while a lot of folks have credited our new president with a lot of things, I really think that the, the piece that took to get uh, the Dow over 20,000 was some positive earnings. And don't you see a lot of times in the market where there's that ceiling and and the the market will, you know, what for whatever reason like it's the 20,000 number and everybody starts talking about that that number and it will get close to it mm-hmm. and then it'll go back down and right. it'll get close, but then once it kind of breaks through that, you'll see an upturn. Yeah. Um, yeah, overall in overall. the market. Overall. Right? Yeah, no uh, no doubt. Uh, so we usually use a different measure for the S&P or uh, for the financial markets, right. which is the S&P 500. It's 500. Well, the Dow is such a narrow. Different. It is. It's only 30 stocks. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's different. Um, you know, it really has minimal reasoning. And I've got a, a, a question from a from a listener this week that I'll, I'll address some of this in, but it's uh, it's different. It's a, The Dow is a price-weighted mm-hmm. uh, index, whereas the S&P 500 is market cap-weighted. And if you don't understand what that means, the market cap is basically the price times the number of shares. So it's the, the actual uh, economic size of the company instead of just the price. I mean, you know, if, that, mm-hmm. if it was going to be uh, based on price, wouldn't uh, Warren Buffett and Berkshire Hathaway be the absolute overall king? And right. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he talks about that openly, why the price of his stock is so high. It's because he never splits. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you know, a lot of these companies uh, work off of the notion that uh, there's a reasonable price for a stock that an investor can afford. But in reality, does it matter? It does. I mean, now I'm showing my age, but back long ago, if you bought less than a round lot, which is 100, 100 shares, shares, there right. used to be a you know, penalty or a fee to do that. Right. Now there's not really that. So it doesn't really matter if you buy five shares of a more expensive stock versus 500 shares of a low-priced stock. Right, yeah, unless you get to a, a Berkshire Hathaway size. And then right. Maybe your whole portfolio could own one share right. of his stock. <laughs> That's right. So it does make a difference there, yeah. but uh, otherwise... But, you, you know, know you, you, can, you look at Apple. Apple was very highly priced, and 
it had a what was it a seven for one split? It did, yeah. Yeah. And brought uh, it down to a, a price that more for what was it, right. seventy bucks mm-hmm. or something. I think. Um, yeah. So. Um, I think we, it's also just you know some of it's mental. You know, oh, I, I can't I'll afford be. to buy that. That's right. way too expensive. Right. It doesn't really. Yeah, I, I only make investments in stocks that are ten dollars or less. Well, <laughs> yeah. how much do you put in? A hundred bucks. Well, why couldn't you buy one share of a hundred dollars? I don't get it. It's funny if some people don't realize that can be actually more expensive than the hundred dollars. Absolutely, but right. that's that's a great point, Jared. Right. In fact, it's one that I wanted to make. You know what? You know, doubt twenty thousand. What does that mean? It's just really a price. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You look at that price relative to the earnings, and as I said, earnings actually are what drove uh, drove mm-hmm. the the latest news has been the earnings. So it mm-hmm. drove us uh, above the twenty thousand. Uh, let's do get into the numbers. Uh, S and P five hundred year to date, just since uh, December thirtieth, we're up two point six seven percent. Materials are leading the way. The materials sector at six and a half percent. Uh, information technology's done well, 5.6%. That's uh, as of Thursday when we record this show. Uh, consumer discretionaries are up almost 5%. And then uh, on the other end, we got telecom lagging, uh, energy and utilities, all negative. And it's probably because interest rate pressures. Uh, you know, there's still uh, quite a bit of news um, that we probably will not see another interest rate increase until maybe June 2017, the Federal Reserve told us three, uh, expect three rate increases in 2017. But wouldn't you think with the market doing what it is, it's really the market takes its cues from the economy. Economic news is pretty decent. We'll get into that in a minute. Uh, So, you know, the the hotter the economy gets, the more you see inflation. We saw CPI last uh, uh, at last report was 2.1%, slightly higher than the Fed's target rate of 2%. Of course, the CPI is not exactly what they use. They use a PCE deflator, which is tied to GDP in their reporting. But uh, all things considered, um, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw some higher rates in 2017. Um, after, uh, after you look at just the, the year to date, which is uh, less than a month still, uh, you look at last week, market's up 1.11% according to S&P 500. Materials, which also led the way in the year, not surprising, 3.5% higher this week. Telecom down 2.5%. Uh, basically, these numbers on the weekly side almost match uh, what we've seen year yeah. to date, which is only like three weeks, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, all things considered, we had... Uh, uh, 148 of the 500 companies in the S&P 500 have reported their fourth quarter fiscal, uh, well, I guess it's physical because it varies on fiscal, whether or not the company, how they they call their end of year. But uh, sales growth, 2.41% for the overall group. Earnings growth, 4.94% uh, after 148 companies have reported uh, sales surprise, 039 Earnings surprise 3.32%. So we're doing better than analysts had expected. Uh, and our growth is uh, 2.4%. Not too bad on the top line, uh, 494 on earnings. Uh, all pretty good numbers. Um, looking for weak spots. Energy still showing uh, sales growth negative 14.25. Earnings growth negative 68.48 relative to this um, the fourth quarter of uh, uh, this would have been 2015. So um, still hasn't fully recovered back to, to where we were then. Um, 
if you look at the strength healthcare, which has been more or less the dog it was, uh, you know, in 2016 anyway, um, healthcare has seen uh, sales grow 6.5%. Earnings have grown 18.32%. That's after 13, about 25% of the 13 of 60 companies, about 25% of the total uh, S&P 500 healthcare companies have uh, have reported. So, um, kind of gives us a, a little bit of a backdrop of what we're seeing in the market um, overall uh, in the last few days, weeks. Dow 20,000. There's your big news, right? Mm-hmm. So we're almost a third of the way there with the S&P, as you were just talking about. I mean, is it, it's been mostly positive thus far. Do you think the the remaining or, or the rest of the season is? stands to do as well? I mean, what's yeah, the expectation? Usually by now, you know, you get that far in, you get kind of the tenor of what you're going to have. Uh, I wouldn't expect huge uh, changes from where we are. Uh, you're, you're getting a pretty good cross-section of all the, the industry sectors. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, you're going to have uh, you're going to have some outliers here and there. It's one yeah. of the reasons we say diversify your portfolio. Uh, you don't want that specific company risk. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, at least you don't want it to totally rule your your uh, portfolio, um, but all things considered, it looks like we're we're in for a pretty decent earnings season. So the positivity thus far is not due to the fact that certain companies from specific sectors have been reporting. It's it's been pretty diverse, right? You know, yeah, with, with those widespread, yeah. right? Yeah, and That's like I say, healthcare one of the big leaders. Um, you, you see, materials prices have have uh, gone a bit higher. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that I will touch on before we get into just a few uh, economic indicators, um, when you see the price, the the uh, Dow, uh, if you look at it right now, uh, and it's, um, this is the price to earnings ratio, uh, 12 month trailing, so it's backward looking. Uh, we're about 21.2% uh, expensive relative to its history. Uh, but if you look at the forward PE, which is the uh, its current price divided by uh, earnings expected in a year, uh, we're about 14.18%. So uh, it's not as expensive as it would look, mm-hmm. you know, if you're looking backwards. Uh, we're expecting economic growth, and uh, and I truly believe that we're going to have uh, plenty to talk about in that uh, regard this year, 2017. Um, but uh if you look at uh, uh, the uh, forward looking again um, on the S&P 500, uh, this is rearward looking, sorry, 22.78. So uh, both are similar. It's about 14%, I think, uh, uh, overpriced if you look at the trailing. Um, yeah, so somewhat pricey, but still within reason. It's reasonable right, right. now, would you say? Yeah, exactly. It, you know, when you start hearing these market tops, you shouldn't, just absolutely lose your mind and think that uh, it's at a 52-week high. Is it time for me to sell? Well, it, the price doesn't matter without looking at it relative to something else. Sure. We do have a few economic releases, the reports that we uh, didn't get to, and I did want to go back and pick some of those up. Uh, this week, existing home sales were announced, um, and this was uh, from the December month, uh, month of December. Total sales of uh, existing home sales. Uh, fell 2.8 percent, um, mainly due to a decline in condo and co-op sales. Um, semi booked the bill. This is a semiconductors uh, orders versus the the uh, the amount that was shipped and billed uh, increased by 10 basis points or 0.10 percent uh, in uh, in December 1.06 percent. 
or 1.06 rather, or one would be flat where you, the, you know, the mm. uh, orders are equivalent to that, the uh, shipments and sales. And what uh, does this ratio really get? I mean, I don't know. This is not so, something that I see on this all the time. It's all right. Seems- so semi-book to bill, if you've got, uh, the, the higher it is, the more, the more it is above one, obviously the more, uh, the more orders you're taking that you can't quite fill. So you're probably right. running at capacity, and, and uh, it's a sign of mm-hmm. growth. If it's mm-hmm. below one, uh, then obviously it's a sign of contraction. So, so, so it's somewhat of a supply and demand measure. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's kind of an early indication of supply and demand in the semiconductor space, which, you know, semiconductors are in every piece of electronics that sure. any of us have. Uh, MBA mortgage applications uh, came out on Wednesday. Uh, increased by 4%. This is the fourth week in a row. Uh, we had a slowdown around Christmas, which, you know, the holidays are quite often slow. Uh, but we're we're back on track. Uh, refinance index was up 0.2%, so that's much slower than the purchase index, which was 6% higher. Uh, and then we had uh, weekly jobless claims um, where the four-week moving average fell by 2,000 to uh, 245,500. Very low uh, numbers in, in uh, unemployment, so uh, most would agree that we're very close to uh, f- full employment or long-term average, uh, long-run employment. Uh, new home sales, we got a number there, too, uh, climbed in November up 5.2% from the revised October totals and uh, 16.5% from November. This is in uh, um, December, I guess. Or no, that's 16.5% higher from November 15, 2015. Uh, if you look, the median new uh, single-family home price was $305,400, up by 0.9% from October and uh, it's actually down from the previous November, 3.7%. Uh, interest rates all across the board were a little bit higher. The long end was higher by about twice as much as uh, uh, the short end. And by that, I mean 2.1 basis points, 0.021% uh, on the two-year to 1.242. Uh, five-year was up 2.7 basis points. The 10-year was up 53 and uh, the 30-year was up 6.1 basis points, or 0.061%, to 3.1% total on a 30-year Treasury. So looks like uh, interest rates are yeah. moving a little bit higher, and, and right it's, it's pretty much across the board. Uh, curve did steepen slightly by, you know, two to three basis points, and if it did that every week, after a minute, you got uh, you got banks that are loving life. Uh, profitability yeah. is has uh, significantly increased. What does the yield curve look like these days? Have you looked at it lately? Uh, it, as far it? as well, I mean, this is probably your best indicator. Uh, usually, we measure the two-year Treasury versus the ten-year Treasury at 1.24 percent on the two-year, uh, 2.527 percent on the ten-year. We're you know 1.3 percent basically. Um, the spread between the two and the ten year, right. it, it's pretty healthy and it has been getting a little bit steeper. Which uh, well, so that spread is staying consistent though. It's not starting to contract at all, or is it? No, no, no. Work? We're not seeing any right. sort of a any right. sort of a flattening of the curve. Is what I think you're talking about. Yeah. Um, so uh, you know, it's always good for banks. Basically, banks right. borrow short term and they lend long term. The piece that they lend is uh, is is their profit less the the expense, which is that short term rate. So if you 
figure, you know, the steeper, the, the, the wider the gap between the two-year and the 10-year treasury, sure. the steeper we would call the yield curve. So that's what we've been seeing a little bit. It's, it's been going up across the board, but uh, just a slight steepening as we go. So, uh, um, so the short-term rates aren't outpacing the long-term. They're, they're not. That's where I was getting at the contraction oh, no, in no. terms of. Yeah, the short when the short term's higher than the long term, that's what we would call an that's inverted an inverted yeah. yield curve, and and that actually is a, a horrible sign. Usually, a mm-hmm. a recession follows. We saw that actually happen back in August, I guess, of yeah. uh, 2006, and uh, by 2007 the market had topped, but it didn't do it right away. Like I say, that was in August of 06. Uh, well, we didn't see the market top until October of 07. And that's why I was asking, because I know you'd think now with, with the market's doing really well and things are good, and mm-hmm. while, while there's a lot of, of differences between now and 06, if we if we were starting to see changes there, that's what I was going to bring up, is are, are we potentially headed somewhere with that starting to happen? Maybe it's not become inverted yet, but we're not starting to see a change in the trend that would indicate at least a movement in that direction. No, no, not at all. In fact, that's, I mean, I'm, I'm glad you bring it up. It's, uh, uh, it's one of the things we, we watch that very closely. We also watch inventory builds where, you know, companies have built out um, uh, produced goods to be sold if they can't get them sold, and, and you start seeing a, 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 an increase in, uh, in inventories, then you start worrying a little bit. Sometimes you'll see an inventory increase uh Anticipating mm-hmm. economic growth, but uh, if if it got if it gets too crazy, then uh, we start start wondering what's um you know what's coming next. But uh, to be honest with you, Jarrett, I don't see uh, signs of of a recession in the near term for sure. Uh, doesn't mean that something can't happen, but I sure. I do I do say that uh, uh, the market's gotten a little ahead of itself in pricing. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be surprised to me, and this happens quite often. You know, usually about three times in a on on average, you'll see a five percent decline in the market. Mm-hmm. About once a year, on average, you'll see a ten percent decline in the in and, the stock market. And those are expected, and they're needed. Absolutely, you yeah. know, yeah, it, and, keep it healthy, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So, so it's not something that we mm-hmm. worry about at all. The economy ultimately makes the difference in in uh, what's going on in the stock market, and it looks healthy right now. So, um, you know, all things considered. We're looking all right. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back with a case study. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.